talk about Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode by episode. I'm Chris. I'm Mabel. And I'm Megan. And today we are discussing season four, episode seven, Pangs. Whew. That we literally just, just watched episode together. Eight. Yeah, eight. we all sorry. just not finished seven. watching it. It was mm. episode eight, not seven, sorry. Yeah. This, I haven't watched this for a long time. Neither. I feel very differently about it than I thought I would. Same. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going through the same things that I were, Mabel. Yeah. I started this episode I'm... super excited about some really funny moments. I know, I was 100% then... with you, Megan. I was like, oh, Pang's excited, let's do this. And then as I watched it, I was like, oh, 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 Thanksgiving episode. Oh, okay, we're going to do the whole, we're going to yeah. do the whole thing. Um, much more politically charged than I was expecting. Yeah, I don't know if I'll ever watch this episode again. Oh wow! <laughs> I don't know if I can. It was. I I, I, oh I think God. so. I, I think. Um, I think because we really made a big point to watch this one together. We're very very excited. Yeah, we're very yeah. excited, and we we particularly we also want to watch the next one together because the next Angel episode, which Angel, we will. Yeah. Spoiler alert, Chris, we will release on the main podcast because cool. it is a crossover Interesting. episode. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I would like to spend 10 to 15 minutes talking before we actually start going through the episode because I think it's really important to discuss the elephant in the room or the bear in the room um, before we go on because I don't think I can feel comfortable discussing this episode as we would normally do without yeah. – talking about how politically charged this episode is. I just I think, think it's really important sense. to talk about that first. Yeah, because it's all it's, through the episode. It is. Yeah, it really, and it's yeah. like really like a, a very abundant theme and every character has an opinion and everyone's Real weighing Real front and centre. Like they were really mm. trying to they were, do something. Yeah, <laughs> really trying to tackle it. I feel like they were trying. To, this is like classic 90s. We care about this issue and we're going to bring it to the forefront. And boy, oh boy, did they do a fucking shit job of it. <laughs> but did they consult anybody? Oh, I very no. much doubt it. I very <laughs> yeah, I much doubt that they Yeah, I guess they didn't really any... have to do that back then, you know, actually. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, th- th- I think this is one of those particular times where being – Australians watching Buffy, which mm. is in the title of the episode, it's very yeah. much our sort of angle, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is become particularly relevant because obviously our version of this yeah. uh, with the Aboriginals and the First Nations peoples of Australia, especially recently in the last few years, especially. Yeah. Um, but even my entire lifetime, I feel it's always been a very, you know. It's been a hot button issue for a long time. Always been a hot button yeah. issue. Always yeah. been talked about. Always been yeah. considered. Yeah. Um, the, I guess the collective um, way we look at it here in Australia has come a long, long way in quite a, a fairly short, short amount of time. Mm-hmm. And I remember going to America. I've only been to America once. I did sort of the major cities. And we went to Texas. I was one of the, you know, the people always talk about Texas and I went to check out Texas. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're looking for things to do in Austin and we stopped by a museum. 
And it was sort of like an Alamo style museum of, you know, about the state capital and just their relationship with, you know, the, the history of Texas and how Texas became a thing. Texas was, a, I think, I believe a country for a very brief point there. And mm. for a long time, like all the Native American people were shoved in Texas and, ah, there you go, you go there. And then they sort of took that off them too. And as a whole, whole big thing. Mm. And just reading through all these exhibits and all the wording and everything they wrote up, there was just no <laughs> sense of guilt or any mm. sense that anything was done wrongly here. It's like, no, no, mm. this is the way it's done. This is how it was done. This is how we did it. Because, of course, we did. And, you know, we would do the same thing today, gosh darn it. And uh, I was really quite taken aback about mm. uh, just, frankly, how insensitive this entire museum was. Mm. Uh, and I'm sure not all across America, uh, yeah, especially not LA or New York and those sort of the big cities either side, but I think in a lot of parts of America, and especially the redder parts, this is the, the consensus. This mm. is the way some people feel, uh, and seeing it <laughs> tackled in this way on such a show, which is fairly, most of the time, quite a progressive show from my understanding at least. Uh, was quite shocking. It was quite yeah. shocking. Yeah. And it was just the way – so so I, I would like to say that I actually don't think that Australia is as far along as we like to think we are with our relationship no. with Indigenous Australians. <laughs> um, no. I think we have a fucking long way to go. And I feel like this episode in some ways was really triggering for me um, because I felt like – there's a lot of stuff that got said in this episode that gets said literally on a daily yeah. basis in the political scape of Australia when it comes to conversations around Indigenous Australians. Um, so I think we also have a very long way to go. Um, but equally, I guess my 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 real the where I got to was a bit like when we had that conversation in. I think it was the season one episode with the domestic violence stuff. Mm. This show just isn't the forum for this kind of conversation. And you can try your best to kind of show different points of view that, that they were trying to have the willow in the room, the converse, the voice yeah. of compassion and the voice of understanding, who eventually just went along with everybody else's point of view anyway. And was mocked. Was and was constantly <laughs> mocked by most yeah. of the other characters. Most of the other characters were not Willow, frankly, did not have the opinions of Willow. Buffy was kind of like on the fence, but at the end of the day, she's a fighter. And I just think this is too complex an issue. I feel like, you know, Giles with his, you know, Huss won't stop, vengeance is a cycle, he will kill and that's all he'll ever do. And it just completely negated the experience of Indigenous Americans and Indigenous American communities and it just made me really angry because it made me feel like essentially the message that was being displayed was you don't have a right to be angry about the things that have happened in your past. And, look, it's a complicated issue for me because I'm a white Australian and I really I, – I am Australian and I will always feel Australian and, you know, I don't feel like – and I know that there are some Indigenous Australians who feel that all white Australians should just leave Australia and I completely understand that point of view but equally – I'm, I can't agree with it because I live in Australia and I love my country. But I certainly don't negate the anger that Indigenous Australians feel toward white Australians because of everything that they and uh, that their ancestors, but frankly, they still experience every single fucking day. And I think it's probably the same. I mean, I, I don't feel ill, I, I feel ill equipped to con 
to have any particular opinion on in, on the um the the plight of indigenous americans because i i i haven't done any research on it before this because i didn't really think about needing to until we fucking sat through this episode and I was like, well, <laughs> fuck, this episode isn't what I remember it being. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which just goes to show how far I've come and we, I think maybe you and I both have come since yeah. we last watched this episode, which really speaks to how far, uh, you know, I think yeah, probably I think my opinion of 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 Indigenous Australians has come, which I'm grateful for because I think that uh, partly I'm grateful to some some parts of the media who have helped to help me understand the position of Indigenous Australians, you know, and I I keep referring back to that because that's the only thing I I know because I think it probably relates in some ways to Indigenous Americans, Um, you know, and I think that it, it, I'm grateful that I have that better understanding because I, I couldn't even laugh when he said, you made a bear. Undo it. Undo I know. It. I it used was to really, fucking piss myself at that line. It was every really time. fucking bad. And yeah, like, yeah, I was, I mean, I was really young when I started watching Buffy. And Me too. Yeah, I think for all, like, I think it is really, you know, all of us watching as Australians, it definitely mm. hits home in terms of where we're at with our First Nations people here. Um, and I think even, like, it just comes across as though the writers of this episode thought, this topic was kind of done, like they'd sort of like as a nation grown yeah, enough they, to have the Willow were, character in yeah. the room, but it was yeah. just done. And so they clearly all just exist in spheres where this is the extent of it, you know, like, oh, we all have to struggle with now that we know a little bit more about our history and we go home to our family Thanksgivings and we have a Willow at the table and we're all a little bit more woke for acknowledging it, but like mm. it's done, like it's in the past and it's yeah. over. When it's good for at least voicing that opinion so that, you know, there's that one person in the room who's allowed to, like, champion the Indigenous American, you know, like. But I think the fact that they felt, like, comfortable and confident enough to make this episode just speaks to, and, like, they just didn't talk to anyone that feels otherwise and they all just thought this was a safe topic Mm -hmm. to make a TV show about and that it's just done. And I think, you know, like, anyone, like, you know, even Megan and I in the past, you know, who just mm. weren't in that space as well, also watched the episode and we're like, yeah, that. that's fine. Yeah. This is the extent of the topic and it's done and this is safe. But um, Loved this episode. Thought it was so yeah. fucking funny in the past. Yeah. yeah. So um, excited to just, watch it today. Yeah. I mean, they used not. a made-up spirit. Like, they used real, a real tribe, the Shumash Indians from that area. They're, and they're real. Shumash mm-hmm. are a real tribe. There are. Wow. I, I looked it up while we were watching. There are roughly five thousand, I believe, um, mm-hmm. sh- people who currently identify as Shumash. But they used a made-up spirit. When there's this whole culture, you could have at least like used something from the actual. I, I honestly culture. think they should just done it completely fictional to be yeah. honest uh, well I don't know and it just went nowhere like you know they had yeah. like they had Willow's whole role of pushing against it and you know they even talked about like what we can do instead you know let's like mm. what and it just managed even as I was watching it I was trying to remember I was like does this does this go anywhere like does does mm. all of this controversy and conflict and conversation go anywhere and no it, it nah. let's just kill well, it because it fine. does go somewhere the most surprising part is that they do put like a lit, lit little bow on it it's like yep spike yeah. has summed it up Spike's oh i know so blunt yeah. and like here it is i guess that is the real answer it's like oh you could have at least 
entertain the idea that it's shades of grey. You know, I know. Spike summing it up. This is like, a very, very complicated issue. Yeah, them ending yeah. this episode with sort of Spike's opinion summing it up as though, and again, it just comes across as like that's how the writers feel. Like this, this topic yeah. is done. This is sort of like the closing argument for everything. Yeah. And like, yeah. well, get so over with, it with the writers because, like, yeah. I think in their perspective. In their perspective, they probably thought they were actually being quite progressive. And I'm mm-hmm. sure they, they probably yeah. were. Yeah. Because think about how many shows we've watched or how many movies that Thanksgiving is a set plays a central role where yeah. you know, they're cooking Thanksgiving dinner or they're going coming together for Thanksgiving. A very, very common trope. And it's never talked about. And like even the idea mm. of literally Thanksgiving that the Native American people are saying thank you for yeah. just <laughs> for, for coming here and thank you for giving us some beads and taking our land, you know? It's yeah. just Absurd. Uh, but they probably thought, actually, you know, having this debate is really forward thinking of us. Uh, mm. And I, maybe it wasn't the time, but uh, it has not aged well at all. It is not. It and really I just, hasn't. Uh, again, while, I, while we were watching, I, I was looking some stuff up because I needed to. Um, and I read a really interesting article from a woman called Beth Weingarner. Um, she has a blog called Beth Weingarner.com and she talks about the danger of the vengeful Indian spirits trope. And it was it was sort of it it, it used the the character mm. of of um of Huss in in Buffy as a as a picture, but it didn't really talk specifically about Buffy. This particular thing was she's written a book about um about um I think the Indigenous Americans in that area, Sacred Sonoma is the name of her book. Um and this person someone had written into her saying, Oh, the fires remember the crazy California fires in twenty twenty. Mm. The fires I, I've had I have this crazy theory that the fires are actually um the spirits uh. of of um American Indians, you know. And and her response, which I think is a great way to look at it, you know, um, I would discourage you from pursuing the idea of vengeful native ghosts. There are many Pomo alive and living in the Sonoma County, surely including some in the paths of the fires, and I doubt that they or their ancestors would wish this scenario on anyone. And this is one of the major issues with the entire premise of this episode is mm-hmm. this idea that, you know, yeah, you know what? It's disgusting what happened to people to indigenous communities both in America and Australia in the past but the idea that the bulk of of these indigenous communities want to want to wish that on the zanders of the world now yeah. that's equally as disgusting to put that on them how dare you put on them that that's what they're after this vengeance i mean maybe some of them are and you know what that's Kind of understandable <laughs> and fucking fair, but equally, I am sure that there is a vast majority of them that are like, "Well, this fucking sucked," but you know, I'm not but just going like to wish this on every single that, fucking person. You know, using that creates this false <sighs> comparison that doesn't actually exist because the, the yeah. whole time they're having two debates at the same time. Yeah, it's, should we feel bad about this, and should we kill this fictional mm-hmm. s- spirit demon that's come to kill us all? Mm-hmm. And like, they're very, very different. Debates, but they just yeah. combine them together. They combine to make them, it sound and silly that you yeah. don't want to kill this person that's going to come and kill us all. Uh, yeah. And the very fact that Mabel's, uh, Mabel, oh my God, Willow spent the entire episode, sorry, trying to find another solution, and that instead the solution still ended up being kill the demon, kill the yeah. vengeance demon. Yeah. 
I'm disgusted that that was the choice they made, that they didn't instead go. And that's why I think you're right, Mabel, that the the, the position of the writers is actually Spike's voice. And yeah. so I think that at the end of the day, if they had actually gone, you know what, let's find a solution that acknowledges the pain and hurt that this that this particular mission community had felt and, um, you know, that instead we have some kind of, um, you know, inviting him to the table for a discussion kind of thing. Some so way to make reparations, you know? And a I, reparation I, kind of ceremony I instead of just I thought the ending was going to be that they were going to yeah. clear out, stop building on that portion of the yeah. land and yes. just make great like that a... That would know. have been... A far better ending to this. <laughs> I, yeah. I actually can't believe that didn't happen. I was so I know, certain, like, oh, I know, yeah, especially the, ending, the way, yeah, especially with all of the build up. Um, yeah, so again, just speaks to the times and their opinion. If we ever get this Buffy reboot, I wonder if they can. Uh, I wonder if they could revisit this. I mean, concept. it's interesting because yeah, I I think you're right. There is absolutely no way that that episode would ever 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 be made in mm. even no. this version of Buffy in 2023. It just wouldn't. It just wouldn't. It just wouldn't. No. You know, I, I, I'm sorry. I maybe I just ate too many red frogs, but I'm feeling shaky with how unbelievably different this episode is to how I remember it. And I, I know, I like, do I, think that speaks to how far I've come. Yeah, you know, and I, you know, I'm glad that I've come that way. But, but equally, I'm kind of annoyed and angry at past Megan that I. Yeah. loved this episode so much and I didn't see it. How did I not fucking see I it? I can definitely, like, now looking back, I can see how I was in, like, the ignorant bubble where you can enjoy these things, where you mm. think, where you know nothing about, you know, the history of Native Americans and you mm. only see them through TV shows and movies and so you're just mm. like, this is the funny trope that I'm, like, you you don't know anything um, and, you know, now you do. Um... Because even, like, Spike's voice, but even, like, Giles even said it. He's like, this is what I've been saying the whole time. It really bugged me earlier on when um, Willow was, like, reading up and discovering all the horrible, horrible things that happened. Yeah. And talking about, like, what they could do to sort of, like, make it more known. And Giles said something offhandedly with, like, you know, well, given that you read about it's it in the history books, books like, it's, it's probably well known. That's, that's enough. And it's... It's again, I think what you mentioned already, Megan, about a whole bunch of stuff in this episode would still be said today, and it's just yeah, still it would be used, really wrong. I mean, and incorrect know. and annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird one to choose to watch together, guys. You guys are like, I know. Together, I'm really so sorry. Yeah, I'm not. I'm actually not are... sorry that we watched it together because I was really glad that we could just go straight from watching the episode to talking about it because I felt like I needed to say something immediately yeah. after yeah. watching it. So I'm really kind of glad that it's happened this way. Yeah. yeah. But well, wow, well, I think we I think we've made ourselves quite clear. Um, yes, I think there's yeah. a whole other episode to talk about. It's, Maybe we should. Yeah. Just... Look, get, let's get okay. So we've 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 stuck a pin in that, and I think now we'll do our regular. Buffy yeah. chat about this episode. It'll probably be a lot shorter because most of yeah. my notes were about that. But I think we should still just go through the episode as if this was a normal episode. Yeah, knowing and, and, yeah. and knowing that our listeners know that we don't think this episode is okay. But having said that, we'll put all of that aside for the moment to just point out the things that we liked or disliked outside of that entirely yes. terrible issue. Yeah, what is that? Yeah. Unanimously, the thing that lost it for us this episode <laughs> <laughs> was the yeah, fact that they made this episode. Was the fact that they made this episode? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> 
All right. Okay. So let's move on. Let's so now let's get some credits over who we can blame for this disaster. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Jane Espenson wrote this oh, episode. No. Can you believe it? No. Written Jane. by Jane Espenson, directed by Michael Lang, who I isn't well known to me. Um, he is. I've heard his name before, but he's not a super mm. well known director for me. A synopsis. One second. I just need to double check that it's not gonna spoil anything. Okay, because it says a dramatic Buffy Angel two-hour event, which it kind of isn't, kind of, kind of oh, isn't, because there is right. a bit of a crossover, but it's it's sort of un, it's you know somewhat related, but you know, mm-hmm. unbeknownst to Buffy, Angel lurks in the shadows of Sunnydale, trying to protect her and keep her safe, while her perfect Thanksgiving feast is disrupted by an army of Shumash Indians, the original inhabitants of Sunnydale, whose spirits have come alive to recreate the wrongs that were done in, done to their people. I felt really good about reading that synopsis. Can you tell? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we've got the cultural center being opened. We've got Anya thinking Xander's a really hot tradie boy. Yeah. Uh, and and Chris didn't notice Buffy's cowboy hat immediately, which I'm shocked and appalled by. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and th- it's so rich of Buffy to make the village people joke. The village well, people. Well, yeah, she's yeah. wearing. I've written that down. I've written down village people, cowboy hat, a hard hat for Xander. And she's like, village people. I'm like, well, hold on. Like, was that a deliberate... Like, okay, so... Because Buffy's just randomly wearing a cowboy hat, right? She's never, ever before. And I don't think ever will again. I reckon she got the village people line in her script and was like, somebody get me a cowboy hat. Somebody get me a cowboy (laughs) hat. I have to deliver this line whilst wearing a cowboy hat. It was explicit. It was explicitly a village people cowboy hat. So that's. It 100% was. I'm 99% sure that's what happened. You're right. I think that is right. Yeah. Probably. I'm going to. That's canon now. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happened. Um, Xander's started a trade. Xander started a yeah. trade. Yeah, is he the now. only? Is he the only person at that site? I couldn't see anyone else. One or two people next to him. Yeah, okay. It was like a bulldozer at some point, which they weren't using to dig. They were just getting Xander to shovel it all, yeah. handful by handful. So yeah, but that's how that's how him. that's how it works, guys. When you're digging a hole, don't use a bulldozer or any sort of machinery. Just Xander with a shovel. That's a good way of doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, yeah, because um, usually, like, these events absolutely do have um, the ceremonial yeah. shovel digging from the politician. Yeah. They, that definitely, they, definitely They do happens. love that shit. Like, just the photo up, you know. Yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, then the real work happens with the digging machines, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's digging yeah. with it with a shovel. Yeah, no, no, yeah. No. I mean, so it all starts on a pretty like it just seems like a pretty random um, opening yeah. scene. One, but then we quickly figure out it's Thanksgiving, so it all sort of clicks into place, right? Like yeah. we had to, we had to go to the cultural center. Yeah, yeah. And so Buffy says that she's why is her mum going to her aunt's house without her? I don't know what's going on. Like we've barely seen Buffy's mum this this season, like a couple of times. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I thought when they would went to the museum and they were doing stuff in the museum, I'm like, oh, Buffy's mum's going to pop up here. And no, <laughs> oh. and she didn't. She didn't do that. She did so. not. She no. did not. Nope. Um. So then, oh, so oh, let's just go back right to the beginning for a second because. We totally didn't talk about because we reacted to it while we were watching. But Buffy kills a vampire, 
Oh yeah, says something. Like and ben then Affleck. she's like, and then she oh, looked yeah. like Ben Affleck. Great point. And then, and then Buffy's all like, I can sense something in the force. I can feel <laughs> And then she walks away. Cut to someone lurking in the bushes. It's Angel. Angel's here. Angel's, Angel's here. here. Back After in. Doyle's. I did forget Angel would rock up. But, you did. Uh, yeah. oh, you totally did because yeah. you were fully shocked. It was great. <laughs> My first thought, uh-huh. and don't say anything because this might have to do something with the next episode. Okay. I predicted this episode mm-hmm. that Angel was going to get caught by Riley and the soldiers. Ooh. I think they're going to like catch Angel and do something, take him downstairs, and it's going to be like Angel-Riley face-off and- I like it. Yeah. I like and then it. they have to figure out what to do because, like, he's got a soul. Like, do they still put a chip in him? Like, what's... Oh. Can I just I mean, tell you? Do they have technology to scan for souls? Can I just tell yeah. you, wish that that had been what this episode was. Yeah. How good yeah. would that have been? That would have been How a much more enjoyable episode. How good would that been? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, because then Spike, who is out of it, would have been like, I can help you because I yeah. know about them. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. That would have been awesome. That would have been so much better than what How good would that be? I oh. <laughs> really wish that that had been what this episode was. Yeah. 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 But it wasn't. The, um, yeah, I don't know. The opening vamp scene felt really weird. I don't know. Did it, it this whole across, season. I was like, is this a dream? I don't know. It's no, but really Mabel, that's weird. partly because you were watching the HD version. And you oh, don't okay. usually watch that's it That's true. I had HD. to get used to the whole new color. <laughs> you have to get used to it because that's what it kind of felt like for me when I first started watching HD. But no, that's just watching it <laughs> in HD. It felt really weird. <laughs> um, but it's been because all- we should let the listeners know that we watched this via Disney Watch Party Yeah. Um, because we were going to get together and then it couldn't work out. And so now we did it via Watch Party instead, which we may do again and maybe, maybe invite our top tier patrons to next time. Yes, yeah. so, only yeah. the super problematic episodes. That's our new tradition. Yeah, that's our yeah. new tradition. Super yeah. problematic episodes we watch together. Yeah. That, that do yeah. well, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but there was all this specific dialogue between the vamp and Buffy about, like, you should yeah. go back to where you came from or, like, leave town or, like, whatever. And I was like, what it's is like this you each other. Yeah. yeah. Like, what? Yeah. It was weird. And even just, like, how undercover he was. Like, he was just walking around and then she punches him and then he... It was, like, it was... They added all these this level of detail to it and it just ended up being a whatever vamp scene just so we could see Angel was spying on it. Like, it was really weird. I swear the last, like, six episodes have started with a whatever vamp scene. Yeah. Random vamp But this had so much more detail to it. Like, this extra, like... Yeah. I mean, they just don't want to copy last week's, you know? Yeah. 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 Anyway. It's up somehow. Yeah. Um, so... Angels in town, Xander falls Angels in a in hole. Town. So, yeah, yeah, Xander falls in a hole. Forgot about that, yeah. We um, see some green smoke. Yeah, we see some green smoke coming up. Um, we see Spike running through the woods <laughs> in a blanket. Oh, yeah, sickly. I did, okay, what I did like in this episode were all the, um, the, like, dialogue leads to scene cut, you know? Like, they say mm. something and then we yeah. cut to someone... I- there's like four of them. That was so, least, so good. At really least well four. Edited. I reckon more than four. It happened a lot and it was yeah. kind of fun. I like yeah. when they do that. They did it a lot in this episode. So we had we had a scene where Buffy... Oh, whenever Megan does this voice, yeah, go on. <laughs> no, we had a scene where Buffy and Willow were in their college dorm room, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And the window was closed. And we yeah. know we know from an earlier viewing, like from yeah, from an earlier scene that Angel is creepily watching from the bushes. Like yeah. from the bushes at least two hundred meters away. Yeah. They're in their dorm room, window closed, and somehow, through the magic of the hellmouth, 
Buffy can still sense Angel. They are that connected, my sister. They are linked. They are perpetually linked. Um, sorry, sorry about that, Megan. I thought you were getting into name that minor character. That's oh, the voice that's my name that minor character voice. start to. Well, guys, you might have noticed. <laughs> Chris is so much more into it than I am. I never, I never get it. I wasn't where you thought I was going with that. I mean, in anticipation for name that minor character. Um. So. Uh. You also get this little moment in that scene where I forgot how much Willow doesn't like Anya. Yeah. Have we had a lot of that yet? We don't. We haven't had a lot of it because we haven't had a lot of Anya yet. But I yeah. think my theory is that it's all about the fact that um, you remember she did that spell with her, and like she was like, I feel like Willow more than anyone because of the link she had to that spell, plus the doppelgangerland thing. She mm. more than anyone has almost a visceral memory of the wish verse and so is more inclined to distrust Anya because of what Anya can do. See, I thought it was because she had just broken up with her with Oz and she just oh. didn't want to see anyone in a couple. I, I sort of thought that was <laughs> I, think it, I was more, Maybe. yeah, I'm probably more on Chris's side and I do also think um, – because you can kind of juxtapose them a bit, like how Willow feels about Riley and Buffy potentially getting together versus how Willow feels about Anya and Xander mm. getting together. And I think there's an element of, like, Riley made the effort to befriend Willow, which we praised him for a lot last episode, mm-hmm. and Willow just doesn't. She doesn't really like Anya and hasn't, like, she hasn't made any, like, even, like, vague acquaintance friendship links to Anya so like the idea of someone that she's not friendly with dating her friend is much less appealing to the idea of like someone like Riley who she's kind of friendly with dating her friend I think I see more of that sure I can go with that yeah yeah all right um so then we have we go to the cultural center Mm. I'll get the gruesome slit throats, slitting throat Yeah, because c- c- the, the, the green mist is, like, working its way through the cultural centre and the green mist looks like shit. Yeah. <laughs> HD, Disney HD. The, Whilst the, watched in a watch party. Terrible. Yeah, then the spirit demon bloody slits the throat and it looks awesome. It looks so real and <laughs> it's crazy. It's so crazy. good. Yeah, now, yeah. look, guys. Yeah. Well, oh, I'm not going to yeah. make a big deal about it, <laughs> but I felt that it was important. Uh-huh. To honor the <laughs> fucked upness of this episode by yes. making Hoos this yes. week's yes. yes, name that minor character. Yeah. Oh yeah, great, great. Let's hear about Good. it. Good. Todd Thorley is Hoos. Uh, he was. I I tried to find out a, what his background is. He's just listed as American, um, so okay. I don't actually know whether he has any um, links to the Indigenous American culture. Um, but anyway, I was curious to know that. I couldn't particularly find that out. But mm-hmm. if anyone else wants to look up Todd Thorley and have a look around, uh, I did it very quickly because <laughs> I really wanted to go straight from watching the episode to doing this. Mm. But he was in... A few things, not heaps of stuff. So he's literally only got 19 acting credits. So, you know, he probably is a person of colour, given how much trouble he's had getting work. Um, he, he looks Native American, yeah. And yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah, Hollywood does have a way of uh, employing, like, two Native Americans to do For their entire, yeah, exactly, been, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was in 
a little TV show called Mortal Kombat Defenders of the Realm. Yikes. As the voice <laughs> of Nightwolf. Okay. Cool, he, cool, 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 cool. He was in an episode of Baywatch. Hey. He was in an episode of Walker, Texas Ranger. All right. He was in Roswell for two episodes. Oh, yeah. He did three episodes of ER. So he must have had a little story wow. arc on him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Massive. Yeah. Still the biggest show of its time. Yeah. And so then, so he was, and that was across two years. So he must have come back. So like, mm. so he had um, a bunch of stuff in 94. Like, he had a couple of things in 94, a bunch of stuff in 96, a couple of things in 97, one thing in 1998, um, a movie called Killer Flick. Uh, then, like, a few things in 99, including ER, plus he, that was in 2001, and he did mm-hmm. another thing in 2001. Then he did two things in 2003, The Lone Ranger, a TV movie, and he was in an Ooh. episode of Peacemakers. Okay. And then he did a short movie called The Red Chalk in 2007, and that's it. Did we say his name? Todd, Todd Thorley. His Todd headshot's Thorley. hot as. Like, yeah, man. He should, so like, hot. <laughs> so I hope, he, like, I hope hot. he's gotten some like modeling work or something. Cause yeah, yeah maybe that's fun. what he's doing. Maybe he's a model. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not doing much acting. I hope he's doing modeling. He deserves yeah. to be doing modeling. Great headshot. Yeah. I hope he's doing something. Headshot. He's got those real chiseled cheeks, you know, and that, like, yeah. pouty It's a good headshot. <laughs> no, yeah, it's a good reenactment. So, look, I didn't have a lot to say about Tothorli, but I felt that he deserved the kudos for mm-hmm. having yeah. to play this character. Well, yeah, they didn't TV. give him a lot in this episode. And this is, so. Look, let's just very quickly jump out of this episode for a second to just call out the fact that, like, I feel like there have been a lot of parts in TV shows and movies over the last, you know, however long TV shows and movies have existed uh, that have really portrayed Indigenous peoples of all countries in a really bad way. And not just Indigenous, yeah. but people of colour, just people of colour. Let's mm-hmm. let's talk about that. Like, it's a people mm-hmm. of colour. They've been really, really badly portrayed. And, you know, they're always portrayed by usually a person of colour, um, except for, you know, that hideous one. What was the the breakfast at Tiffany's, was it? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Ter- not even just one, the hideous, that. hideous few. Yeah, yeah the hideous, hideous yeah. many. But the point is that there are so few roles for these types yeah. of actors that they're yeah. basically forced to take. I mean, I remember Aziz Ansari commenting on the fact that, like, the only roles available were, like, you know, the heavily accented taxi cab driver, you know, like that's the only role you could get. So you took yeah. it because it was the only way you could make money. Yeah. Ugh, just atrocious. Sorry, Todd Thorley, that you had to play that role. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. That's oh, our that's bad. Yeah. Minor character. Yeah. All right. Back in. I'm back in. Let's do it. So, yeah, great next slice. Great next slice. Oh, yeah. Not a bad next slice. Practical effects. They're just... They're the better they're ones. They're just the best. Yeah. Yeah. But weirdly, next day, right, mm. when Buffy is investigating the murder, she doesn't mention that her throat had been cut. She says she was brutally stabbed, hung, and had oh, her ear yeah. chopped off. 
no mention of yeah. The I reckon that's cut. another case where, like, you know, they they wrote the dialogue and then decided that a certain death looked better, and they just never revised yes. the script. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it was such a good looking, like you know, rather than a stab, like that was yeah. just so. The prop guy yeah. was like, everyone always gets stabbed, you know. Let's, let's yeah, because even probably- leading up to it, when he grabs her, he looks like he's about to stab her in the chest, and then he sort of like wraps her around and goes for the throat yeah. slice instead. Yeah. yeah, you gotta love a good yeah. throat slice. I feel like in every movie I've ever seen, like a good throat slice, that is some good. It makes you like you, you can feel it a little more, you know. You can like, feel it very you visceral. It. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Uh, so she's dead, and they find that the Shumash knife is missing. Um, good thing that there's handy labels and pictures to account <laughs> for all the items. It's a museum. That's totally that's yeah. legit. Yeah. They should. They should have yeah. it all. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Giles is having to host Thanksgiving at his house, which is great. Um, <laughs> it's so weird. We, we get this whole line where, like, she's talking about the traditions and he's the patriarch, but then we find out that she just doesn't want to do the cleaning up and it's, like, it's, it's just weird. Do you know what I reckon? Yeah. I reckon – that they had packed down the kitchen and dining sets ah, of Buffy's house to sure. have some college sets. Oh, and they yeah. didn't want to put them back up for it. Thanksgiving. We haven't seen it since like, she first moved into college yep. and we see Joyce yep. and she's already filled her room with boxes and then yeah. we haven't been back since. We haven't been back since. That's what I reckon. Yeah, because yeah. we've, we've got the new coffee set now where we keep mm. bumping into Riley. Mm. Yeah, because having Thanksgiving at Giles' house, Makes is weird. No, he like, doesn't. Why wouldn't like, she just host it at her house? He like. Yeah. I mean, I know they set it up at the end, but like, he doesn't even have a dining table. Like, he has nothing. Like, it's the smallest and, you know, place ever. They make the joke where it's like, you know, oh, I'm sure you're not doing this just to stick me with the cleanup. And you yeah. know, sure, that's a good plausible reason. But I genuinely think it's because they had the 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 Buffy. To dining and kitchen sets in storage. Because if they had, if they, yeah, because if they, <laughs> if they still had the Buffy house set, I reckon it would have looked way better there. Everything, even like the fight yeah. scenes coming in, like so much. Everything yeah. would have looked way better. Agreed. Agreed. Um, also, Buffy, when she's talking to them about the murder with Giles, he's like, maybe it was just the weapon of convenience. And she's like, no, there was a, no, big there was old a pair, of, pair scissors. of scissors right yeah. there. Because, you know, someone would choose scissors over a knife. It was knife behind glass, though. All right. Oh, I mean, is that what she was saying, that there were scissors outside? Essentially that there were scissors yeah. there, so why would he choose the knife? You know, it definitely wasn't that it was a weapon of convenience. I, but I think also, were, weren't they also saying, like, that the fact that they chose the Shumash knife was proof that they were from that tribe? Whereas, or like proof that it was it was related to vengeance, related about the tribe, yeah. not necessarily. I, yeah, like I think they were taking a few leaps there. Like yeah, obviously, they leaps. like they ended up being correct, and that's what the whole episode was about. But the logic <laughs> yeah. was not especially sound there. No, no, yeah. Anyway, so Buffy leaves. How likely do we think it is that Giles would work with Angel behind Buffy's back after the season two stuff with the <sighs> fucking torture and shit and, like, all through season three he barely would let Angel into his house and now he's willing to keep Angel's presence a secret from Giles? And also can we just talk about how fucking, like, tenuous this yeah. premise is that Angel is keeping yeah. his his 
um, you know, it's total bullshit. a secret from it's Buffy total... because it would distract her. It's total bullshit. And also... Total. It makes no sense. Why not tell Buffy? It's he didn't not. contribute to this fight at all, really. He wasn't even she around. Like, he wasn't even around wasn't for involved. half of it. Like, Why would they give him this vision? I'm going to put a pin I was like, in Yeah, also, like, I can't even remember. So, like, is this what we think the vision was about? Like, Doyle saw the vision that this Thanksgiving thing was going to happen? You know how I said last week about my theory about the visions? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to put a pin in this and talk about it again after we watch the next episode. Okay. But I have a theory about this vision. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That was a lot. Angel being here is total bullshit. And they exactly. try, I feel like they try and nod to it when he bumps into Willow and she says it and then we just move on and I'm like, uh-huh. okay, cool. Yeah, and, and then and then, but, and then Willow see, and also Willow's terrible at secret keeping. Terrible. We know this. Yeah. yeah. It's well established. Well established. There's no reason to. There's literally mm-hmm. no reason. It's but yeah, so and dumb. he does nothing. Like even like he's gone off to do some research. He fi- like then he Absolutely then he finds, he finds Willow, Xander and Anya at the uni when and like and then translates this leader but he's like oh leader means the I mean, strongest fighter they whatever. were heading back to buffy anyway i know and he's like where's buffy um and it's like your one thing is that you've been stalking her everywhere she goes why did you yeah. come here to find willow instead of yes. going to giles's house yes. where you know she's been slaving <laughs> over her thanksgiving dinner for the last 24 hours like what the fuck yeah. like outside of just how fucking horrible this episode is and if you can't remember refer to our previous 10 minute rant at the beginning of this episode mm-hmm. this just is a really badly written episode it's yeah. really bad I can't badly believe you guys written. like this episode so much I it's so bad it's a good line I'm but... so, so sorry bad. I'm so sorry so bad. that we well, yeah, wasted a watch only- on this because the only other reason why he goes to find Willow instead of going straight back to Buffy is we get this weird thing where he's like, you guys can ride these bikes. And he breaks the locks on the bikes and we get this like weird scene of them riding their bikes back. Is this supposed to be a weird nod scene. to like the cavalry rides in that they were referring to earlier? Like, Ew, is this supposed to be God. more? Oh. Yeah. Oh I my think gosh. that's what they were going for. Because then there's the whole line of like, this isn't an old Western. The cavalry is not going to arrive to save you. And then they make sure that they ride in on a bunch of bikes to come oh attack gosh. the Native Americans that are fighting Giles's house. So this small bit of research I did while the rest of the episode was going on and I felt really uncomfortable. Mm. There was a, a website that talked about the fact that the Shumash revolted against the way they were being treated and they rose up against the soldiers and started burning the soldiers' houses. And so then the soldiers retaliated and burned their houses. Mm. And this feels a bit like that. Mm. This feels like the Shumash Indian spirits in this case were uh, were revolting and, mm. you know, revolting against the, you know, the Scooby Gang, and so the Scooby Gang did the same thing back. Oh god! Yeah. Oh god! Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, in the background, we've also got like Xander's. So I feel like we've gone all across the scenes and stuff. We so have. like Xander's sick. Yeah. He's got yeah, well, yeah, potentially syphilis right. or whatever. Mm. Like, what's the deal with Xander's sickness in this episode? It's COVID, right? Well, no, so he was the first one that the spirit encountered. And so then he has received all of the illnesses that all of the Shumash Indians receive 
all the all of them yeah. got while they were shoved together in the missionary. I mean, I get that was one of the things. So, like, the spirits mm. coming back, they're doing the things that were done to them. So they caught heaps of illnesses. They got hung. Yeah. They slipped people. So, so like, that's happened to Xander. But um, is that it? Because then, and then, and then, but he's going to die. I mean, the, the 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 idea is that he's got all of the really bad illnesses, so he'll die if something isn't done. But is that like? Do they? Because it just feels again like a really kind of tenuous assumption that they have to kill them to cure Xander, or that that's even how that works. Like, I feel like even oh. after they kill all the spirits, Xander's like, "Oh, I'm start. I feel like my syphilis is clearing up," and we never really yeah. properly diagnose him or figure out what we need to Agreed. do to help him. It's just yeah. he's just randomly sick in the background for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Spike starving. That's funny. That's yeah, funny. I do. Spike I mean, aside from funny. yeah, like Spike, as He's usual, funny. I think was a very he was a very good part of the episode. Aside from him being the final word on mm. on their yeah. stance on Native Americans. Mm. <laughs> aside from that, I I enjoyed the whole Spike thing. Him 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 being shot by all the arrows shuffling out of the way like that was all great. great. That was great, 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 great physical humor. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. And, you know, he had some very funny lines that I used to laugh at. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was steaming, shot- like smoking yeah. out the front door, just like, hey, guys, let yeah. me in, please. The shot of him <laughs> looking like- in at the vampire soup kitchen of, like, yes. again, it was one of those great scenes where someone's talking about, like, oh, people looking for help, and then we cut to, cut to Spike, like, peering through the window at some... Some altruistic vampires feeding someone to someone else. Mm-hmm. Really awkward so. bite. They didn't really line up to the neck properly. It was sort of like he just like <laughs> went in for like a half kiss on the cheek. It was strange. Um, do we suspect that Riley was in the credits and we just missed it? Because he's got a lot of contractually obliged appearances these days. True. True. Yeah. Like he has that random scene with Buffy where he runs into her and he's like, oh, I'm going back to Iowa to the farm. I think he just wanted to show off his camo face paint. That's why he was... <laughs> yeah, they oh, added that, that out of the, the blue because they yeah, didn't put weird. it on for their last mission. Um, yeah, I guess they yeah, also sort no, of had... They yeah. They, I think they had to progress a bit more along about how like they're still looking for Hostel 17, 17. Um, and how he has... They kind of raised the point that he has information and then Spike later shows up and says he has information. So they sort of mm-hmm. prodded that that piece They've been a bit. super inconsistent with the presentation of these soldiers. Like, you know, first they're wearing ski masks every time Buffy bumps into them. Yeah. And all yeah. of a sudden now they're constantly. Well, now we know who masks. they are. Yeah. So, so they and now it's, too, it's too hard for them to kind of like talk with their ski masks on. So, Way too hard now. You know, so they've just it. got them without their ski masks on, but they're just yeah. now wearing camo because, you know. Yeah. Camo paint. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So he tells Buffy that he's going back to Iowa. And Willow bumps into Angel and Angel Spike. has to see her flirting with Riley. That's yeah. sad. That's funny. So well, yeah. I, I think it like I mean, hard for Angel, yes, but it just doubles down on I think it's such a viola- violation of Buffy's privacy oh, for everyone for just... everyone to allow Angel to spy on her like this and watch her in the show. Like, if I if I knew that all of my friends were conspiring to allow an ex of mine to watch me at all like that's enough but especially like watch me when i'm sort of just starting to get romantically comfortable with flirting with a new person like mm-hmm. i don't want my ex to watch me do that like that Mm-mm. that's awful great yeah. point yeah <sighs> um spike goes to see harmony she was a delight oh, do yeah, we oh uh, yeah i did so mm-hmm. yeah 
I'm just like stuck between two things. No. Um, do we think Riley's Iowa stories are real? Like, does he actually go home? Oh, to yeah, totally. I definitely think he gets leave to go home. Yeah. I reckon yeah. he sure. would have gone to her Thanksgiving otherwise, right? Yeah. Yeah, true. True, true, true. No, Unless he's doing think... some military stuff. No. Like, maybe it's all his I reckon he's gotten, he's gotten military. They were talking about the fact that they've all got leave for the weekend. Maybe they're themselves. brainwashing him. Maybe he thinks he's got a whole family that he doesn't have. Maybe. But, like, those those three soldiers were talking about the fact that they've got leave for the weekend to go home to their That's families. That's true. So he's probably going back. He seems very yeah. genuine Iowa boy. I think he's um, a genuine Iowa boy. But, yeah, yeah Harmony. Cr- Harmony. Like, cringe scene to watch. I, st- I hate scene. I so hate bad. Spike coming in. Very happy that she turns him away. Yeah. Thank goodness. That, Thank that's why it was goodness. such a great harmony scene. That's why she, like, yes. totally was empowered. Was I loved it. I know. Yeah. I know. The bit before before she turns away, I'm like, oh, oh, fuck off, Spike. Fuck mm-hmm. off. But very happy. Um, we get some more. Oh, yeah, Buffy goes. To... So I don't even know. I kind of missed the premise as to why Buffy was going to see this Father Gabriel dude. But anyway, she did and he was dead. And it was just it, that honestly, like, maybe they've been focusing too much on the Angel show because mm. they're really good at making filler scenes. This felt kind of filler. You know, they needed very Angel to so. come, tell Giles that there's a Father Gabriel. Then Giles tells Buffy to go oh, see him just to see him get killed i don't know i guess they needed another encounter with the spirit so they, he needed to kill someone else yeah. yeah 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 but yeah. i mean also i feel like bad triaging because she she comes in and father gabriel has seems appears to just have been hung yeah and I feel like the first thing you do is like cut him down or like take yep. some slack off because Agreed. did he die we don't even hear like like they just ignored him and he's just hung there like did they yeah, yeah, to she the didn't hospital? even try to yeah, like unhang him yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, that sucks. Um, so then uh, Willow and Giles talk about the fact that they both know that Angel is there. <laughs> this whole thing yeah. is just... Yeah. Honestly, there are some really dumb things in this episode, really bad. There is. What is it's a, a rice? Oh, that- I love rices. I love rices. They're like Oh, a, yeah. Good question. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're basically like a potato masher. Mm. But um, so you you kinda, so it's like, like a, a giant machine. garlic press. It's like, it's like yeah, a, it looks like a giant garlic press. My roommate had one of these. Stick a potato yeah, yeah. in it and you go. And they hard make to the wash best. up. I don't like to use it. They make the best, yeah. like the smoothest mashed potatoes yeah, because it they, all just yeah. comes out so like floury and then it's mm. it's perfect. Yeah. Um. So Anya and Xander arrive at Giles's place and they think he's got malaria, smallpox, and syphilis. So yes. And then Xander talks about how he wants to kill all Vengeance demons and they have a bit of a fight, but it doesn't really Mm -hmm. go anywhere. Mm -hmm. Spike arrives. He he says, Spike says he has information about the soldiers. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't really say any of that, does he? No, not while they're there. But he says he won't won't talk until he he gets fed and they won't feed him until they've had their Thanksgiving dinner and done what they've done so it was just a t- delaying t- okay. tactic because they were like we can't talk about that this episode because there's too many other things going on yeah but we okay. need spike in here to be funny well, yeah i think that they were like trying to make it lighthearted. literally yeah. i feel like they were like this is really heavy content so we have to make it lighthearted somehow instead of just like leaning into the fact that occasionally buffy has a dramatic episode and could we have just made this one one of them you know, yeah. and actually done a proper job of this. Oh, no. They just shouldn't have done it at all. That's the end of it. No, they shouldn't have done it. Yeah. But, again, I mean, it's just like it's kind of cyclical, right, because it, they di- they just did not know that they were not in a position to make this episode, right? Like there was a total yeah. blind spot for them. They thought yeah. they knew all they needed to know. 
Yeah, they really did. Oh, how wrong they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they tie Spike up. Um, They decide that um, Willow will go and see the Dean. And apparently Xander is well enough to ride a bike there with them, even though he could barely walk when he arrived at Giles's. Yeah. Yeah. Great Again, point. which is which I think is all just for this awful weird scene they needed for like the air quote cavalry on the bikes riding back. They needed Xander for numbers. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, I I appreciate how concerned Buffy is about dinner. I really enjoy that sort of thing. <laughs> motif. It was funny. Yeah. It was funny. I I think that it cheapened what was going on, but it was funny. I think they were trying to like. Like draw that Have parallel, you know the yeah. I- the idea that people are just consumed with Thanksgiving the dinner, and as much as they you know want to you know want to talk the talk around difficult issues, at the end of the day they just care about the the meal. I think yeah. God, that, I, it I came across they, to me that that's what they were trying to do. I think that they really thought that they were so progressive on this episode. For sure. Yeah, yeah, and they just completely leaned into the tropes at the end. It's just yeah, it's, it's unbelievable actually mm. how much they got it wrong. Yeah. Um, so then uh, there at the Deans, Buffy, Giles and Spike get attacked. Then Willow, Sander and Anya encounter Angel on their way back, right? Yeah. Yes. It is completely implausible to me that a- a- Anya, a vengeance demon for 1,100 years, oh. has never met Angel before. Oh. Completely implausible hmm. to me. Hmm. I think she should know him. I think that should have been a thing. They should have met mm. at some point during their time of both but being so demons she, at the same time. Does she not even know of Angelus? Seems not. She's like, oh, so yeah. this is Angel. Like, she's just like I mean, never I guess a- they travel in different worlds, right? Like, she's off. I can appreciate, yeah, maybe they're just in different realms or something. Maybe. I don't know. I just think it would have been a nice little touch if she was just like, hey. Yeah, Angel, that would be nice, actually. Nice seeing you again. Yeah. You know, didn't have to make a big deal about it. Yeah. Just be like, oh, I haven't seen you since, you know. The Boxer yeah. Rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been cooler. Is that a thing? School, I've heard yeah. that before. That, that would have been cool, actually. Yeah, they missed a missile. <laughs> What's the there. Boxer Rebellion? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even I, know. It's a best. I know it is a band. There's a band called the Boxer Rebellion. I think it is a thing. Maybe I've made that up. The Boxer Rebellion, also known as the Boxer Uprising or the Boxer Insurrection, was an anti-foreign, anti-colonial. It's the China. It's a China. The China, the, the, the China Rebellion. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. An uprising yeah, against like foreigners that occurred before. in China about 1900. Began begun by peasants but eventually stopped, eventually supported by the government. A Chinese secret society known as the Boxers embarked on a violent campaign to drive all foreigners from China. Several countries sent troops to halt the attacks. Cool. So there you go. Yeah. Um, so anyway, they head back. Uncomfortable. Um, the cavalry. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's not much left to go in this episode, right? Like, they come no, back, Angel done. fights them all in the background. We get, like, I don't know, what happens? Sp- I mean, Spike shot- covered in arrows is funny. It's yes. It is funny. It is funny. funny. Like, we've seen people get hit, vampires get hit in the chest. <laughs> yes. yes. We've seen people like, get hit in the Further away from and that and be dusted. Like, <laughs> yes. I thought I thought he was dusted. I, was I know. I saw Chris's oh, face. I, I saw Chris's face. I was like, uh, "Oh, for a second, he thought this is how Spike died." <laughs> <laughs> In the worst episode of Buffy ever. Well, because that's Spike it. Because like, you were like looking for the reason. He was looking for the reason why we watched yeah, this episode right. together. Right? Literally, literally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, oh. So um, Hus becomes a bear, uh, and then yeah. Buffy realizes. Yeah, what was the sort of deal with Hus becoming a bear? Like, this so is fucked. She <laughs> realized she like cut him, and she's like, yeah. "Oh, your knife can kill you." And that's when yeah. he was like, "I need to be bigger and stronger, so I'm going to become a bear, which is really cumbersome and hard yeah. to move." The bear yeah. scene was shot like when Less they capable. fought the the teacher that looked like a praying mantis. Yeah. Like it was just so it was badly bad. shot. Weird, like really- yeah. It was a really weird scene as well because as soon as he turns into a bear, um, he like he puts his arms around Buffy, but then the scene <clears> kind of changes and he's not around Buffy anymore. Like it was all very odd. I have to say, I wasn't actually watching at this point because I was researching, uh, so I missed even yeah. seeing the bear this time. I've seen it before, so I roughly remember it. Was, it but you didn't yeah. miss much. Yeah. But again, it was kind of weird. Be- cool. Well, because he. Yeah, he turns into a bear and then Buffy stabs him and that's kind of how she finishes it. And it kind of came across like they wanted to avoid her having to kill him in human form. I don't know. Mm. It was just like a bit like they wanted to kind of give her an out. I don't know. It mm. it, it, came, it was a bit weird. Mm. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, Willow and Anya. Sophia Crawford performed Buffy's stunts with a real bear named Bonkers in the studio. Oh, so maybe that's like the one half shot they get of the bear having hands on Buffy. Yeah, there was like a half shot. It didn't half amount to there. much. Yeah. Um, Willow and Anya, with their bloody uh, like pitchforks and shovels or whatever, do a really bad job of fighting anybody. Yes. Yeah. That was hard to watch. Like, they're just like tapping everybody on the back with yeah. their shovels. Yeah. And really again, bad. Angel does fucking nothing, honestly. He's fucking useless. He, he, he sends a throwing knife. He has a throwing knife and he goes, he foots it like through the window and it kills someone. And that kind of comes across as the weird, like, so he's come all the way to Sunnydale because of Doyle's vision, because he thinks Mm -hmm. Buffy's in danger, and, like, the only part of this whole episode where he sort of, like, directly helps Buffy is that throwing knife to, like, stop Mm -hmm. someone from maybe attacking her from behind. Um, And it's just ludicrous to think that that's what all this was for. (laughs) Guys. Yes. You know, I was just like, Angel and Anya should have met before. They yeah. have. Oh. Anya acts as if she's meeting Angel for the first time. They had, however, briefly met during the rite to send back their Willow to the Wishverse in Doppelgangland. They fucking met. That was, so- oh, my God, this episode is badly written. And just so. Wow. Oh. Yeah, that makes wow. total sense. I thought yes. it was weird. And also, like, she seems, to have, she seems to have such a good understanding of everything that had taken place in that version of the Wish First, right? And she had kind yeah. of, like, been aware of all the characters. She would have known about Angel the puppy. Like, she literally is so fully aware of Angel as a, as a person that that was just, that was really bad. That was really, yeah, really bad. Yeah, they just screwed that up. They, they really screwed, screwed that, that up. up. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Um. Anyway, sorry. I, I you saw I my. I can't believe we watched this one together. Of all the I know. One. Like last week's Buffy would have been awesome. You know, I know. the feel and the. All that I know. Stuff. Anyway. We'll find a better one next time. I've got really. Uh, to be honest with you, next the next episode that we watched together, the Angel episode, is the one that I was yeah. more thinking I wanted to watch. Okay. Yeah, so. yeah. And I think we were yeah. we were going to do a, like a double watch originally. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. So anyway, they kill. Yada yada yada. Yada yada. All Angel walks away. They have some dis- dinner, and then Xander lets slip that Angel was in town, and Buffy didn't know. 
End of Best episode. moment of the, of the It episode. was a great Did shot at the end. From like just wrote that. Yeah, great the camera table. shot at the end. And then just cut to credits. That was good. Great. That was a good shot. Good that shot. was good. Yep. Yeah. Good directing, Michael Lang. Yeah. Oh, no. Was it Michael Lang? Whatever his name was. Yeah, Michael Lang. So that's the end of the episode. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I wonder if we, I- like, I wonder how many people we've now ruined this episode for. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. whether people are still into it. I don't know. No, no. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, death count. Quite a few. So that vampire at the beginning had a name. His name was Jamie, <laughs> apparently. Jamie. He looks like a Jamie. Uh, yep. Then the unidentified man, Blaine, b- whose blood was drained by the vampire soup kitchen. Oh, yep. Uh, Professor Gerhardt, Gerhard, who was killed by the knife. Yes. Father Gabriel, who was hanged. Mm-hmm. And then Hus, and then the warriors that were. That Quite a violent warriors. episode. Yeah, pretty violent episode, yeah. Yeah, but only for people of colour. Mostly for people of colour, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. Yep, Even from the yep, start, yep. I thought it was such like a like at the very beginning where we're where they're sort of talking about like the community cultural center and they're sort of like like starting this episode where they're having all these difficult conversations about America's bloody history mm. and I'm like the hypocrisy of the show Buffy talking mm-hmm. about you know <laughs> underrepresentation of people of color. Oh it's my just, god! I it's know. Like, it's like how are they going to do this? <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> So bad. <laughs> what was what was that line? <laughs> Not too many people of color in the Dale or whatever from um, um, Trick. Remember Trick in oh, season yeah, three? Oh yeah, Trick. Oh, family oh, Trick yeah. was still yeah. around. Not much Mr. of a trick. not much of a haven for the brother in the Dale or something like yeah. that. He said yeah, it's very yeah, funny. Yeah. He said God, it. He said trick. it much better than me. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was your favorite quote, Chris? There was some great quotes in here. There was some yeah. good quotes. I wrote yeah. down a, a whole bunch. Mm. Um, I'm going to give it to Giles. Ooh. We haven't had much Giles this season, so it's been nice yeah, to have him back, true. even though yeah, he was. Yeah, it's been nice to have him back, even though he was a terrible, terrible yeah. human in this episode. Yeah. Um, when Buffy has just brought over all the food, they're talking about food, and she's just leaving. She's like, "And don't, don't touch any of the food. Keep your hands off the food." <laughs> like, a, like a motherly nag, and he says. I'll try to restrain myself from eating uncooked potatoes and cranberries. <laughs> yes. I've been yes. there. I've been, absolutely been there. Good. Before. Good yeah. stuff. Agreed. Mabel? Um, yeah, there are a bunch of good lines. I'm just I'm just going to give it to a quick Anya line because it's kind of the only one I can really remember at the moment. Um, at the very beginning, when she kind of points out, um, oh, what's it? Like, give me the particular quote, but like uh, about ritual sacrifice. And she's oh, like, yeah. oh, to, com- to commemorate uh, events that happened in the past, you kill kill an animal and eat it. It's a ritual sacrifice. Yes. And uh, the, with pie. A bunch of stuff, it's a ritual though. sacrifice with pie. <laughs> yeah, with pie. That's it. That's it. That's, yes. that's, my, that's my line. What did you say then, Chris? Sorry, I missed She that. had a bunch at the start there. She's like, she's not yeah. rippling at all. Yes. Yeah. She was I funny. knew it was good at the beginning. Ever. Yes. Yeah. My quote is also from the beginning of the episode. Uh, it's a Buffy quote. Um Imaginary Xander is quite the machine. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I had a quote that you guys thought was funny. <laughs> you nailed it. You nailed, I nailed it. it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Every other quote from this episode is problematic, so Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um so uh, anything win the episode for you, Chris? <laughs> Mabel actually brought it up earlier. The the editing, the editing between scenes. Oh, I really, yeah, really enjoyed yeah, it. The yeah, cuts. 
Yeah, because I feel like in lots of Buffy episodes, there's like maybe one, maybe two, and I'm like, oh, that's enjoyable. This one had a bunch, and it Mm. just—it's an art to it. It's not easy. I love it. It's not easy. I love it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, a bit tricky, isn't it? (laughs) Um. I'm gonna. I'm gonna like give it to Spike with an asterisk, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I think mm-hmm. if we just delete his sort of speech at the end, I loved all that. I loved seeing him sickly going door to door, you know, yep. checking out the soup kitchen, showing up at the door, um, and all of the, the arrow fighting stuff. Like, mm-hmm. as usual, Spike, still very enjoyable breath of fresh air in this episode. Again, yeah. asterisk, just delete mm. his, his little monologue mm. about things. Yep, yep, yep. I can agree with that. I am going to give it to... The development of Anya and Zander, Xander's relationship. Oh, yeah, yeah cool. Because yeah. there was some really cute moments. Like, you know, she was all, like, doting him in the beginning and then, like, when um, like when she goes over there and he's all sick and she's like, you're not going to work, and she pulls off his socks and she puts him back into bed and then he accidentally calls her his girlfriend. And, they, yeah, it was really cute. They were just, like, having these little cute little moments. Yeah. Lovely. They've got, a, they've got a real cute just, like, business-as-usual relationship thing going now. Like, yes. when, let's flip the girlfriend thing. I love just seeing it on him where he was like, ugh, like he, he was like, I'm too tired to have this conversation right now. She's yes. my girlfriend, but I'll let her know later, you know? Yes, like, was- yes, yes. And her face was she was just like, she's calling his girlfriend. <laughs> that just happened. <laughs> it was cute. Oh, that was cute. cute. They were cute. Yeah. yeah. Yep. We did Wonderful. it, guys. It's we done. did it. Yeah. That was I'm sorry an that unexpectedly we wasted tricky a watch episode. Party. Yeah. I'm sorry um, you wasted a watch party on it. I'm really curious. Like, I, as with all episodes, but I'm like especially keen for our listeners to like give us their thoughts I, and opinions on this I episode. I would love mm. feedback from our listeners on this episode because I have had such a revelationary moment. Like, I mean, as we know, I used to watch Buffy every year, um, yeah. but it had been since we've been doing the podcast, basically since 2018, I haven't watched Buffy all the way through. I've been waiting to do it on the podcast. So yeah. I at least haven't seen this episode probably since 2017. Mm. Uh, and it's been a big five years. I've, for six years, you know, I've I've grown a lot in that time. And I think probably it's possibly even before that that I saw the last, that I saw it last, maybe 2016. So uh, it's been a huge revelation for me to watch mm. this episode yeah. this many so- years later and be like, wow. The world has changed. I have changed for the better, mm-hmm. but fuck, it makes things like this hard to watch. Yeah. I'm I'm super, super curious, um, especially because, like, again, like, none of us are American. We're all pretty mm. progressive leftist Australians. Mm. Um, Not so- that all Australians are progressive leftists, but that we no. three are. Yes, yes just making that clear. Yep, just for any Americans Good. who think that all Australians are like that, they are not. Good point. They're definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> just check out any mainstream media and you'll yeah. see. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but yeah. We're just having so- a vote on it later this year. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, oh God, super, yeah. super keen for, for other people's opinions yeah. on this episode. Really keen. Yeah. yeah. Really, really, mm. really keen. Yeah. Yeah. So but thanks yeah, so for the coming next on this angel one, The next yes. Angel one will be on the main podcast. On the main so podcast we will for release. For those who have been missing out on the Patreon Angel episodes, you can try and cram that in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the next one. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll probably release the watch video on our Patreon. So Yeah. 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 Yeah, I just want to watch our faces. 
yeah like, cringe yeah. at the screen yes <laughs> yeah you're welcome to like it'll be pretty much you should watch along like watch the episode and have us on the side yeah. because we basically are quite one like it was so funny because i feel like well as we watched this episode right we were like yeah you know we were laughing we were joking we were being like, silly oh, funny things oh my god i forgot about this funny thing that's about to come up and then it was just like oh. just slowly oh. the energy started to drop and then it was like <laughs> oh. oh this is like let's get to this after we get through <laughs> yes <laughs> God, and I could see, I could see oh Mabel God. from your face that you were having the exact same experience that I was. You know, I mean, Chris, I'm sure you were ha- wondering what the fuck we were watching this episode for, but <laughs> yeah, you just like, why you, am I watching this? You haven't I loved this episode, yeah. Well, you were kind of waiting for it to be okay, okay, and it wasn't. And whereas Mabel yeah. and I knew exactly what was going to happen, and we have loved this episode, and we were both just going, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh dear. Oh, we dear. need to make it up with something blue, you know. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the next buffy, isn't it? Something blue. I think so. Yes. Great. Right. Yeah. Great. I thought it must have been something blue next. Yeah, it is something blue next. Amazing. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Good. Mm. Okay. Awesome. All right. Yeah. Well, uh tell us where we can find you, Chris. Speaking of something blue and weddings and things, I'm yeah. a celebrant. Segway. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, say uh, it again because uh, yeah. I spoke over the top of it. Um, yeah, yeah, come check us out. Uh, only really availability is in 2024 now, but um, wow, yeah, figure Amazing. it out. ChrisCeremonies.com. I spoke over the That's top right. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I've got another podcast, Sex Ed and Chill, on all the things, including YouTube and yeah, Buffy Australia. Buffy Australia. I have something in the pipeline, um, which I'm working on. It's a website. Ooh. I will share Ooh. more details once it's up and running. I'm excited. Uh, it's a no, no. I don't get too excited. It's a. It's actually well. I, I don't get too excited because it's not really for you guys. Uh, I'm sure there will be people on our podcast who will find it important, uh, but it is a, going to be a support website of, of a kind. Um, and I will share more details about that once it's up and running, which hopefully will be by the next time we chat. Cool. Very awesome. Cool. cool. Yeah, and like we said, so we us, do have yes. a Patreon. Yeah, yes. so you can follow some of the things. And if you haven't checked out our Patreon, if you want to get in on Angel episodes, um. Other than the crossover ones that we're going to publish on the main one, you can check them out on our Patreon. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, follow us on the things, Buffy Australia, et cetera, et cetera. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye. Australians watching Buffy.